Good morning. This is Things You Might Not Have Heard for September the 22nd, Friday, September 22nd, 2023. I am Jay Cleveland Payne presenting for you in moments the latest in information for politics, current events, and pop culture from yesterday. These are stories that you told us were conversational. You vetted them as being top stories, and we pulled them to present for you eight stories for this morning. And we like to call ourselves your go-to supplemental source, both mainstream and unconventional news stories, or news side piece, if you will, giving you stuff that's not always there in the top stories, but some perspective to some stories that may be a little different from conversations with people from different places from around the world. I'm going to present the you in just a moment, but I want to remind you that we have our main website, which is this is conversationproject.com. You go there, you can find more details about the project and things we do every single day to get you information that may be kind of off the beaten path, but sometimes it's the mainstream stuff. We are going to talk about eight stories that we say we have Sophie Turner, and Joe Jonas together as their divorce is getting a little ugly, plus seven other stories that are pretty big today. So make sure you stick around for this one, plus learn more about what we do by going to the feeds. So we'll explain the feeds, and at the end of the main stuff, we have what we call the second show, the fun stuff, if you will. Stick around for that. It'll take us about 12, 13 minutes, but it'll be worth it, trust me, guaranteed. Now, let's get into those headlines. We have eight stories for today, vetted by you and curated by me for this conversational project project. As we say, today is Friday, September 22nd, 2023. First story headline reads like this. Rupert Murdoch stepping down as chairman of Fox and, and News Corp. Now, this was breaking news popping up as we were building yesterday's show, and it's a big deal, so it's obviously had a lot of attention coming forward. We'll tell you about the top stories, if you will. These stories aren't necessarily in order. This one was a big story for the week, for the week and for the day yesterday, as the ripple effects of this will be going for a while. Now, if you watch the show Secession, you hear it as loosely based off of the Murdoch family and how they're going to essentially ascend from the actual um, passing of the monarch, if you will. In that show, the monarch passed and there was a small squibble. Here, Lachlan Murdoch will take control of all of News Corp for right now, but apparently there is a something in the will that when Murdoch Rupert as finally passes, all four members, surviving members of his of his family, all four of his children, actually have equal rights in voting, including the um, the one that doesn't want to actually play nice with them. This is going to be a big deal as Rupert Murdoch no longer pressing the buttons, playing Emeritus, is sort of telling people to press buttons, I guess. But we'll see how Lackman runs this thing for the next couple of years and what happens when Murdoch, that being Rupert, finally passes. Our actual top story of the morning for this morning or for yesterday the headline reads, Chicago Bears defensive coordinator Alan Williams resigned, citing need to address health. Alan Williams has resigned effective immediately uh, because uh, he needs to deal with his family and his mental health. He's having some issues. As of Wednesday afternoon, he was done. Yes, this is floating around for that many that many days in our atmosphere, but we're finally getting this one. And this is a big deal. This is a really big, important story. Now, the Bears, if you're a football fan, have a lot of problems, and Alan Williams not being there may be one of them, but the big issue they have is... They need safety and security and the well-being of all members of the team, including coaches. So Allen Williams is now out as offensive coordinator. His next stop, who knows what's going to happen, but we're hoping that he gets the care that he needs and get down to a level of stress where he can manage things. And the second highest rating story from yesterday is on Sophie Turner, and she actually is suing her soon-to-be ex-husband, Joe Jonas, to return the two children to England of course, he won't turn over their passports so they can't travel. Sophie Turner is not from America. 
So she wants to take her children to England, her permanent home. And that's not happening because Sophie Turner uh, can't leave because of the divorce <laughs> and um and because the kids have dual citizenship they have to have the passports to go back and forth so right now as they are in the united states the fam jonah's family in the u.s uh and that's where um everyone was working and filming things turner's going back to england because she's done working she'll travel back and forth but you know it's no big deal but you can't take her kids home with her to england because joe jonas is essentially not giving up the passports as we see, a lot of celebrity breakups, a lot of celebrity divorces this year. This is the year of those things, I guess. After COVID and after all the lovey-dovey stuff of being together, a lot of stress is apparently coming through in a lot of families. And this is going to be an ugly divorce. This is going to be another ugly divorce. We just finished wrapping up the big one with Kevin Costner that they're saying they're all good on. And so now that that one's done, I guess it's now it's going to be Joe and Sophie who is going to take all of our attention going forward. This is a disturbing story at the next one. Boston College indefinitely suspends swimming and diving program due to hazing. We pulled this from CBS Sports and the Boston College men and women's swimming, swimming and diving team, as stated, indefinite suspension after hazing determined to have occurred during the programs. Uh, several examples of hazing, alcohol use, personal servitude, sleep deprivation, restrictions on personal hygiene, yelling, swearing, and insulting new members and or rookies. Uh, and of course, the really big one that you have to look out for, which should be obvious, are brandings. Brandings are literally physically um, branding something on a person. That's a physical assault, and it should be the most easiest thing to do and the dumbest thing to know not to do, but apparently they do that at Boston College. We'll see how this plays out because I'm pretty sure this will go to some sort of court, if not for the, the, the teams themselves, many of the people who were hazed in the process. Hazing still exists. Hazing still exists apparently on a very bad level. This is just one clue that it's never going away. Stanford has some money going away, that money coming from FTC. As it says, it will turn all gifts from the bankrupt crypto exchange. This happening um, a few days ago. Uh, Sam Bankman-Fried, you know, that guy who um, put up a lot of money for a lot of places, trying to, you know, made imaginary invisible money and put it up in a lot of places to get the uh, influence that I think he thought he needed to make things work until this house of cards literally fell down around him. Uh, what's happening at Stanford, one of those places he tried to, I guess, influence with money, which usually works, um, is turning it back. The FTC actually went bankrupt. It has no money in, in a sense, but um, the, just the look of having that come that from its donor base is bad enough that they are going to backtrack and give the money back. Very often or very seldom do you see money given back in these cases, but here's a case on the principle of it all where it needs to go back. The autopsy report for uh, Euphoria star Angus Cloud is in. He accidentally dosed, overdosed on meth, cocaine, and fentanyl, says the coroner. All those things found in the system at his death during his autopsy, which calls for essentially a very um, probably painful and sad existence and painful and sad into his life. Uh, many people still spending outpourings of love to the family and family being the, the actors in Euphoria who worked with him, plus his actual family who had to sort of go through this as the sudden death occurred. But we now know the actual cause of July death, accidental overdose, many substances, including cocaine and fentanyl. A very sad story indeed. This is a story we don't have much on because the robot editor really couldn't pull very much, but it's basically as this line goes. 
two people shot and killed inside Georgia Walmart in apparent murder-suicide. Police say a man and a woman were shot in the Walmart in Hiram, Georgia, about 20 miles northeast of Atlanta. Both died from their injuries in the ambulance on the way to the hospital, according to Fox 5 Atlanta. Uh, they believe it was uh, intentional as a murder-suicide. Click the link to get a few more details from this story or search for it online and get more things on this one. This was uh, one, of the, uh, one of the dangling stories, if you will, that was there to fill the top eight for today. And this is one that's an interesting one that may bring you, uh, you know, some conversation when you bring this one up. But it's an interesting story on its own. More details to come as this one plays itself out. And finally for this morning, Microsoft may exit gaming business if Game Pass subscribers don't con off console don't increase enough by 2027. That's four years from now, so there's a big sort of timeline to get this thing, but Microsoft may be pulling out. Phil Spector made some remarkable statements about the potential future of the Xbox and Microsoft's and Activision, all the things you're doing, all the big things you're doing, all the big strides you're making into gaming, but saying if they don't actually make a big deal within the next four years, it might be time to exit. Four years is a long time to think about something, think something over, and a lot of things can change, including the Xbox and the way people are signing up for the Game Pass specifically. That's sort of the benchmark is people on Game Pass, not so much buying the games. We'll see whether they can meet that deadline. And our apologies, errors and omissions today. The omitted stories, two stories of WWE, and because there were two of them that they're together but not the same we pull them out for the omissions to give them a little bit of love here not as much as i like to but number one story which, which is slightly lower rated based on you guys is that wwe smackdown is headed to usa network coming off of network television again it's bounced around a few times it's been a long time in on sci-fi channel because it's owned by the same universal network as a way to go there but it's going to usa the main network now the raw show which is on monday this the flagship show they call it three hour spectacle Still on the table what it's gonna what it's gonna be. But because of the deal with US with Universal, uh there'll be four primetime WWE specials on NBC this upcoming year. So that's a, that's a good thing for people who miss it on, on, on regular TV. It'll be there. But we'll see what happens with WWE as it does its TV lineup shuffle right now. The bigger story, which got a slightly bump from you guys in the spot, so it's basically three and four, list literally as they're listed in the top ten. WWE releases nine superstars with more cuts expected. At the time that we posted it, it was nine. I think the main number at the time that now was more like 14, 15 of the major names. Go to the list and see as they've updated who's been dropped. Some of the bigger names happen to be Dolph Ziggler, who is a big-time champ and won a Stallworth right now and do not much on TV. Mustafa Ali, who's actually in a actually in a storyline that was supposed to play out at the next pay-per-view for the NXT games. Uh, he is out immediately, so they'll have to change that storyline. And Elias, who had a chance to very humbly uh, write a note saying how he you know, was got a chance to be a great wrestler, have a great time, and literally play his younger brother on TV. Uh, the big list of folks who were released, including late in the evening, heard about the, the, the uh, Maximum Male Models team, those guys who didn't get a lot of TV time lately, but uh, were funny and good behind-the-scenes guys uh, going forward. We will see what's going on. And look for, if, you, if you're into this stuff, look for Matt Cordona's post on Twitter about the releases and what he says about this not being the end, because what this shows is a door closing and another door's opening soon for many of these people it's time for a teaser story for the weekend because the next time we'll do things you might have heard will be monday morning 5 50 a.m and this is a story we could chat up 
if you deem it conversational, you deem this one worthy for the big show. And how does that work? You go to our feeds on Facebook and X or Twitter, if you want to so call it that, because I still do. You go to those feeds and you just go to our pages there and we'll post news stories every 50 minutes for you to engage in. You just engage, like them, love them, hate them, share them. The higher engagement you do, the higher score gets engagement. And come Monday, we'll go from the top 30 stories of the weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, a little bit of Monday, and give you 10 of those. Today, Friday, or Tuesday through Friday, I should say, we gave you eight from the top 15 on the day and this story may be one that may be in your interest i think it will be pennsylvania jail where danielio calvante uh, got a chance to say it again and butchered it escape will spend millions on security improvements danielio calvacante say it properly the 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 jail where calvacante escaped about three weeks ago has some issues and while calvacante is not there for various reasons that position, that facility will do some um, minor or major or pretty big improvements. Big money being spent in the millions to fix the issues, including like people watching cameras and making sure they can't crab walk and walk through off awful buildings, things like that. Is this big enough to chat about come Monday? You will tell me with all the stories all weekend long. We post over 90 or so stories over the weekend, so there's a lot to pull from. And so you can make this one we talk about by just simply engaging in the story. We want to talk right now about Flowers Fast. And Flowers Fast is one of our favorite sponsors because it's one of our simpler sponsors. And this is one that you may not use today. This is not so much a for right now one, but this is one to keep in your brain for when you need Flowers Fast. Flowers Fast is uh, essentially a florist. You go online and they're connected to all the FTD floral networks, all the florists out there. So if you go there early enough in the morning, and sometimes fairly late-ish in the morning, you can send a message to Flowers Fast, and they will connect, contact the latest florist wherever they are, and you can get flowers to them same day. Or, if it's not that early enough, it will be fairly early the next day. Flowers Fast promises you Flowers Fast as they have the great deals and great works with those other florists, and they can make sure that those orders get in first and fast. So whenever you're in a pinch, you need something immediately, or... Whenever you know something's coming, the best way to do it and you want to schedule it properly, check out Flowers Fast for the greatest deals in price and greatest deals in getting it there on time. Go to this. It's theconversationproject.com slash flowersfast. This is theconversationproject.com slash flowersfast. And you can get your flowers there fast. This is an affiliate link. So as you buy from or order from Flowers Fast, we get commissions off this. It costs you nothing extra, but it could take good care of you. That being Flowers Fast. This is ConversationProject.com online home where you can find the replays of things you might have heard. If you're watching this live, we you can not have to wake up so early and you can watch it on video, audio, or get the newsletter links as well. You can also watch our weekend shows, which we'll start preparing for in a few hours. Things like um, the weekly wrap-up, which is the top 10 stories based on your per engagement. No interjections from me other than some commentary and the story of the week. One of those stories we pick and we will do some extra commentary. So that's where you get your commentary from me. We also have things we pop up here in TikTok and YouTube shorts, uh, dropping in news bombs here and there, and information that's just kind of cool to know. Not all necessary news. You'll find that in a moment when we get to the good stuff. But it's a lot of stuff all mixed together. If you like what we're doing, go to our feeds, follow the feeds, and make sure you're telling us what to talk about. Email us at the conversation inbox at gmail.com so you can tell us what to do, what to talk about. And of course, the big thing, go to our partnerships page. 
and see if there's ways that we can connect to work together going forward. We would love to have you as a part of the show and a part of our team to help us move things along. Now, all that said and done, it's time to prepare for the fun stuff, the fun stuff we do every single morning, and it begins right now. Fun stuff begins every weekday morning with birthdays, and today is no exception for September 22nd. Birthday wishes going out to Sherry Belafonte, 69 years old on the day. Uh, actor, activist, just like her father in, in, in many ways. Uh, not doing a lot of things in front of the cameras these days, but still doing a lot of things as a political activist. Sherry Belafonte turning 69 years old on this day. Scott Bayo is 63 years old today, actor and activist, if you will, as well, um, doing less things in front of the camera, of course, but still being vocal, still doing commentary, love him or hate him, uh, the man who essentially was got famous for being Chachi and then Charles in Charge, and then a couple of minorish movies. Did he have a great movie um, career, if you will, but, you know, came back with some of the, the surreal life in the, sort of the reality genre stuff, and of course, as a co political commentator, for for commentary that is conservative, he's 63 years old on the day. Tatiana Mansley, Mansley, I always butchered that, but of course, um, um, She-Hulk. Let's just say She-Hulk. Let's just go with that. Turning 38 years old on the day. Happy birthday to her on that one. Always butcher Tatiana Mansley. Don't know why. It's fairly simple. Like the letters are right there, but. I just can't get that one thrown. Let's do our history lesson and save ourselves out of that jam for <laughs> going forward. For the 22nd of September, we can start off in 1951, where the first live sporting event seen coast to coast in the United States happened. College football, oddly enough, Duke at the University of Pittsburgh, televised on NBC. My notes don't have the score on that one, but I'm sure it was a good game. A grand game for all to see as new technology. 1994, you know, a few years past that, the first airing of the sitcom Friends debuted on NBC. Now, there's some controversy on Friends. Friends as a sitcom in 2023, as the kiddos say right now, you know, since it's 30 years since it premiered, didn't age very well. But, you know, it still has a lot of genre stuff that people of our ilk who grew up on it love. And, oh, by the way, sticking with this TV theme, in 2004, the Federal Commission, Communications Commissions voted to fine CBS a record $550,000 for indecency related to the Super Bowl in which Janet Jackson's breast was exposed. Now, this turned out to be a whole big kerfuffle. There should have been less of it. And, yes, it's pretty much all Justin Timberlake's fault. But... It turned into Nipplegate, and we now we have that to go for. Nowadays, a nipple on TV probably wouldn't be so bad, but um, well, well, I'm at least from the complaint parts. But we're complaining about the actual music in the halftime shows or Super Bowl, not so much even not you know the whole breasty thing. So that is that as well. On this day, this 22nd of September, we are celebrating White Chocolate Day. What is White Chocolate Day? Well. You know, there's milk chocolate, there's dark chocolate, and there's white chocolate. What most people think of is um, as it's it's something different. Actually, during the process of making chocolate, there's a point where um, two things can happen. The dark chocolate comes out and traditional chocolate, or you can get the white angelic path of white chocolate. It's basically you make that choice to make it darker or lighter, and bam, it comes. It becomes what it is. Uh, white chocolate is a perfect uh, mix of treats. So what you're looking for is something a bit delicious on the light side of culinary decadence. Or celebrate Jason Williams, the American basketball player known as White Chocolate. Your mileage may vary on that one.
And finally, one more thing you might not have heard, in a survey, more than 90% of employers who allow dogs in the workplace noticed a positive change in the working environment. One in two found that there was a decrease in absenteeism. 67% said it improved staff morale, and 56% discovered that work relations improved. If you're looking for improved work situations, better workplace environment, if you will, apparently people that bring their dogs to work have that in spades. And that's it. We're done for the week. This has been the Friday, September 22nd, 2023 edition of Things You Might Have Heard. I am Jay Cleveland Payne. Follow us on our feeds to tell us what to talk about all weekend long, especially for Monday's thing, things you might not have heard. And make sure you email us to let us know what to do and follow us, um, go to the partnership page and tell us, you know, how to partner up. Make sure you're staying limber and hydrated and, and on task because of all the grand things you are here to perform, to do, to be with, to just be around here uh, in this world. And we need you here. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Love you, love you, love you. As we said, weekend shows include the weekly wrap-up, which is the top 10 stories per you guys directly, the story of the week, and we'll prepare for more things you might have heard come Monday. So we'll see you here again come Monday.